If you say second, I'm not vaccinated. I'm a parliament. That's 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 a mutiny. That's mutiny. We're discussing ING politics now. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Parliament. <laughs> Parliament. <laughs> We're discussing uh-huh. ING factions now. It's really? politics. It, it, is, it is Parliament. That's why um, all in one room. No one left out. Comrade yes. Henry, don't do that. How are you, Uncle Henry? <laughs> Yeah, Comrade Supra told me about this. No one left out all in one room. Really? I mean, I want to be at home. Uh, let's start the meeting. Let's start the meeting. Good morning, everybody. And uh, we have eaten six minutes of the, the portfolio committee meeting. Morning, meeting is due, the meeting is duly opened and we are welcomed. Let us observe a moment of silence for mediation and prayer. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, apologies, viewer. Uh, uh, Good morning. I mean, uh, uh, no zippo. I'm sorry. There is also an apology from Miss Mushala. There's an apology from the. Uh, Magdala, uh, uh, start afresh. You, you, you were cut off. What, what, what did you say? There is an apology from Miss Siopozimwe. She is not okay. well. She has been booked off by her doctor. There's an apology from Miss Mushala. And then from the department, there's an apology from the DG, Mr. Phillips. She, he has been delegated by the minister to attend the first day of the provincial week of the NCOP. That's it, Chairperson. Chairperson, there is an apology also from uh, Deputy Minister McCartson. She is also representing the minister in the NCOP outreach week. Okay. So you 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 are you are representing the the, the department alone. Minister is is joined, but I will lead the delegation on his behalf because there's also something. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. And who is then acting DG? The acting, the acting person that will represent the team leading the delegation it will be the acting team infrastructure management Mutebele Mushodi Mushodi Mutebele We acting DG and acting DG is that what you're saying? He's, he's not acting DG he's leading the, the administration part because the DG is in the country leadership and no one can act. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is there anybody who has got an issue? Apologies. Mm-hmm. You know what is it? If I may, Chairperson. 
the yes. acting provincial head uh, sent her apology. She's not feeling well from the Gauteng province. Thank you very much. Who is representing Gauteng then? You're saying the act. You are saying I, the I, acting. I work for, no, the, the acting provincial head of Gauteng is not available due to illness. She's where not feeling well. Where, where is the provincial head? Um, they're going the, to the, be appointed the, before the, the end of the, the, the week. The, the, the post is vacant leadership. Okay. Yeah, I want Oh, but we have moved in you know? the DG has been failed to save all the two DTGs who are done with interviews will be appointing shortly. Okay. Thank you, Comrade Chair. Can you get then the present item four? Progress report on Giani water supply project. The first point. Um, Maybeck, Nicholas Maybeck, is it you who is going to present? It? I see your face. The, the minister will start to introduce the matter first, Comrade Chair. <coughs> mm, 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 I agree. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Chair. Greetings to you and all the members, greetings to dear Mashawa and uh, greetings to officials uh, that are here on both um, uh, presentations and uh, Randwater uh, representation that is here. Let me just uh, make uh, uh, some opening remarks and uh, I'll cover points uh, and thereafter. Much of what will remain uh, to uh, represent us uh, uh, going forward uh, to the end. Now, firstly, uh, Chair and the Portfolio Committee, we feel very small uh, as a ministry when it comes to reporting on uh, uh, Kiani Water, which is normally referred in the department as a uh, Nandoni, um, uh, Zami uh, water scheme or pipeline. The reason why we feel small, one is that uh, this project was supposed to have been completed, I think some two or three years ago, that is long before we came to the department. Two, is uh, the amount uh, of money that has um, been spent on the project. Three, uh, the investigations that have been launched, uh, particularly by SIU, on uh, the going wrongs uh, that have uh, since accompanied uh, this project, almost from the beginning. Um, <clears throat> And uh, four, which is the last one, the fact that people still don't have water as they were supposed to have had by this time, uh, both in Malamlela and uh, down in uh, Mupani, uh, the 55 villages. However, 
this is the situation uh, that we found when we got de uh, deployed there or appointed by the president on 5 August last year. <clears throat> the situation is not exactly similar in, 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 in the VAL, uh, uh, with the VAL project, but uh, it doesn't differ much. One, um, uh, we also feel similarly small uh, because there have been two appointments uh, prior to uh, the status quo now. At some point, department appointed uh, a company um, uh, called called Erwald er, er, uh, or Erwald, and then uh, they did the work for 12 months. Uh, they were out, and then uh, the army was appointed. Uh, they then did what they did, and then they're out. And then uh, <clears throat> we then have since appointed uh, um, Randwater uh, to do the work. From where we sit, uh, we see progress. Uh, Randwater and Mashallah will deal with the matter uh, later on. Now, they both, both these projects um, represent the ugly face uh, of ourselves that we are now cleaning up, shaping up and correcting. And we're determined to change uh, uh, both uh, completely and get them back um, from where they were, they, they, they were uh, in terms of Gian. And uh, uh, it's going to be a long uh, haul with regard to the valve, having to complete everything in terms of uh, removal of sewer and then uh, uh, rehabilitating and refurbishing uh, the infrastructure there and then go to the valve and do the cleanup. Let me, let me then go to um, uh, Kiani, uh, but in no detail at all. We, when, when we got in, the project was uh, at a standstill from a number of uh, aspects. One, uh, communication and, and relations between the department and the local uh, uh, Amakosi and community uh, or traditional leadership and, the, and their communities around Andoni had broken completely uh, 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 to a point where it led to the uh, complete um, uh, stoppage of uh, the, the project. Down in Mopane, there were two communities uh, that also had brought the project uh, to a standstill, not allowing anybody to get into the sides, <clears throat> the sides of uh, the uh, the project or the pipeline. We then set out to correct that situation on both situations, and we did that with success. We started around and only with uh, the process of uh, uh, finalizing. Uh, whatever arrangement had been made when people were got re, uh, when they get uh, relocated to allow the dam project to go on. And uh, we are completing that process. And uh, we have the cooperation of the local traditional leadership. We have their understanding and the local community. Uh, then um, having done that, we had to map up, map out how the project would then unfold. Um, we then, uh, according to the uh, implementing agent, 
we were told that uh, we need uh, we needed to facilitate smooth uh, uh, payment processes uh, between them and their contractors on one hand uh, the the uh, the the, um, the professional um, uh, consultants and the co and the contractor on one hand and then on the other we needed uh, to um, facilitate uh, the then the finalization of the of the project down to Mopan. So we engaged on both um, around December, November, December last year. And uh, we resolved uh, what we believed were the problems uh, as cited by uh, the implementing agent, Lepelle. The third matter was for us to then monitor uh, progress as we were expecting it. And uh, I regret to say there was none uh, to be forthcoming up until we decided to intervene. And on intervening, we uh, found out that the, there were still basic hitches that had not been elaborated on uh, by uh, Lipelle, except that they attended on uh, 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 bad relations between the contractor and the consultants. Uh, we, we intervened on that uh, and we got them going. But the main issue was conceptualization of uh, uh, the uh, uh, the plan of uh, uh, the pipeline and uh, uh, delivering uh, water. There were various uh, uh, concepts uh, that they were still working on when we convened the meeting earlier this year, and we expressed our displeasure, complete complete displeasure, and uh, uh, then. Uh, ask the DG to, uh, within a day, uh, engage them and come back with uh, something uh, credible to present to us. And indeed, that has happened. Now, we are happy that um, we are not envisaging uh, any other hitch um, uh, from community side, and no, no hitch from contracting uh, both consultants and the and the, the and the uh, 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 service provider in the form of a contractor, although uh, there are issues of um, uh, capacity, but we've had a way. We are we have a way of um, in, intervening on that and and making sure that the project uh, uh, gets uh, uh, underway, fully blown. Uh, on full blown, fully blown uh, uh, capacity and speed, uh, sticking with end of the year as our delivery date, but uh, we still want an earlier date uh, once uh, they start working in accordance with the plan that we laid out. Um, uh, these are the are the are the are the latest changes and latest plans that we have approved and. Uh, we, Mushodi, will be presenting on that. They, that includes also what will happen when water get down to Mopani, uh, because there are two plant, plants there, water treatment plants. One old one supposed to be new, but uh, which which um, 
uh, was launched in 2014 and worked for three months uh, or functioned for three months. And then uh, it got defunct. Uh, we've repeatedly gone there up to a point where we demanded of, uh, because it was Mopani plant, not our plant, but we said it's part of our pipeline and uh, it is uh, uh, casting a negative image on ourselves. And we've since agreed with them that uh, uh, there will be one plant that will be refurbished, the old one, and it will cater for the needs of uh, people of Mopani. So water will arrive there in particular form, get treated and then distributed. We also have uh, overlapped to reticulation. Um, <clears throat> that is uh, uh, getting uh, uh, to establish a technical committee which will include head of his province and then uh, Mopani. And then they start designing uh, the reticulation plans and uh, we get to fund that so that by the time water gets there, plans are, are ready uh, for reticulation after treatment of water in the treatment plants. Now, Mushodi um, will then do uh, the presentation. On the side of uh, uh, the Val, uh, I've already given an outline. Uh, Mashabu will then uh, add on gaps uh, after um, or, or just overall uh, at the political side, in particular facilitating uh, all the misunderstanding and the fight that has happened and overshadowed uh, the actual work in, uh, in the Val. So on both, we intervene uh, politically because on, the, on, the, on this other side, for instance, we've agreed with the mayor of Mopan uh, and, uh, and uh, remember that uh, we have to meet at a political platform, uh, all of ourselves, which we'll be doing uh, in a month. And then below us, there will be the technical committee that I've spoken about. And then uh, both uh, districts can then uh, allow their uh, uh, functionaries to do what needs to be done uh, to ensure that the people get water finally. The same applies to the Val. There's a political structure headed by Maslow and Maile and they're facilitating uh, between uh, all the state or among all the stakeholders there, allowing the uh, easy and smooth flow of work uninterrupted. But all we want to assure the committee about is that on both the projects, we regard them as a, a very important projects uh, for the recipients of these services, but also we regard them as important uh, in terms of uh, uh, the never repeats, that there are things that we, we have learned uh, and that, that they must never ever be repeated whenever we uh, conceptualize projects of this nature. Uh, and, and we will pursue all corruption related uh, issues uh, relentlessly and uh, follow them up to uh, their completion with consequences. At this stage, I will then uh, um, uh, request that uh, Mushodi uh, make a presentation on uh, Nandoni Zami uh, up to the end. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Chair. Yes, Madam, we are ready.
Mushodi, you can go on with your presentation. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, Minister. Um, morning. Uh, oh. <laughs> Is it because I said, Madam Mushodi, that you can speak? No, Chairperson. I, I, I understand that Mochoti and Mushodi, um, they sound very similar. Um, but I am Mushodi. Okay. okay. Yes. So um, I, I'll go directly into the presentation, Chairperson, and um, just to um, echo, obviously, what the minister said that with 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 such projects, um, there is a need to do a continuous assessment on um, the project, um, the the path of the project, whether we're able to really deliver the the commitment on government. And um, this presentation is essentially um, uh, the the epitome of having all of these various problems on this project and trying to tie them all together. Um, Because in some instances, um, there there were side issues that ended up affecting the the progress on the project. So the the contents of the presentation, uh, I'll I'll, I'll give an introduction and background um, just so that we have a a similar frame of reference. Um, And then uh, the stages at this point in time. And then go a little bit into um, the introspection that we've done in terms of planning and, and implementation, what we've what we found out the issues are um, and the lack of progress, uh, and then uh, take you through briefly through um, the, the the final technical solution that we have for the project, um, and then as well as the schedule of the work packages and when we plan to to complete, and then lastly I'll also touch on. Um, what what minister was was referring to as the the soured relationships with some of the communities on some um, side issues which inadvertently affected um, the, the 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 progress on on the project. Um, so just very quickly, um, I think it's, it's it's to everyone's knowledge now that um, the department intervened in 2014. Um, with this project with an intention to address water services challenges by communities in Guiani. And this was through a directive um, which uh, warranted Lebelle Northern Water to immediately intervene. And it was mainly premised on the, the failure of the infrastructure um, that was existing there, but perpetuated by, by drought conditions that affected uh, both uh, Nsami and Middle Ledaba dams. So the intervention included um, a refurbishment of, of the existing infrastructure um, with an aim of, of, of particularly supplying immediately water to Kensani Hospital. Then there was a, a construction of an additional module of 1.5 megaliters uh, at the wastewater treatment plants, um, boreholes to the 55 villages um, and replacement of um, some supply about lines to these these 55 villages, about 325 kilometers. And and this was really the intention of the project. Um, Obviously, uh, it's also public knowledge now that there was um, a lot of irregularities on on the appointments of of some of these PSPs and um, 
the value for money was not really realized um, in, in, in the form of price inflations and so on. So in 2019, um, the contract um, with the professional service provider who was a turnkey um, service provider, LTE, was, was terminated by, by, by Lepelle Northern Water um, with the view that the department would come in in the interim as the engineer whilst they look for another engineer. And then the contractors were also uh, terminated with the exception of Faranani, which was kept for the Nandoni Tunsami pipeline. And then the department's construction unit will then do um, the bulk lines in Kiani, uh, what we call Kiani Water Services. So we were now reporting on this project as one complete project, um, including the additional projects which um, hampered the, the, the progress. So at that stage when, when there was a shift from LTE to the department, Daniel Vertinke, another engineer, it was reported that the pipeline from Nandoni was 50% and the works in Giani were 92%. This was not true. Um, we, we, we did some investigations and the actual progress was 35% versus 50%. And 48% against 92%. And as we speak, um, since 2019, that pipeline, which was at 35%, is at 38%. And the work which was reported, uh, which we found out as 48%, is now 58%. It, it is progress, but at that pace, um, it's, 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 it's clearly visible that there's serious problems in terms of the implementation. And we then had to do a deep dive to try and understand why are these issues not being resolved. Um, and uh, as I said, this presentation covers how those issues were resolved and then the, the way forward in terms of keeping to the commitment of delivering this project. So from the onset, um, the water resource planning for this project was inadequate. Uh, typically, with such a project, you would expect that there's a detailed uh, reconciliation study that's done to assess the raw water sources that are available and versus what the project aims to deliver clean water to. So this wasn't done. Um, and it's because it's, uh, it was done under emergency. Um, but nonetheless, it's a, as Minister said, it's a, it's a lesson for us that even in the case of emergencies, these types of studies, you need to do them um, for, for, for long-term sustainability. So as a result of the planning being very poor and inadequate, the conceptual design of the project as was being implemented was not optimal um, or efficient in terms of long-term water uh, resource sustainability. And it then resulted in, in some indecision um, when the, the engineers were busy designing because then um, <clears throat> that issue crept up to say, but how do you design something of, of this capacity? What about long-term water sustainability? The project management planning was also inadequate um, in the sense that the necessary permissions and the access that you need from the landowners was also not done, and it ended up delaying the project. And essentially, um, the old PSP, um, allowed pipelines to be laid and paid in full without being pressure tested. And this is one of the main causes for revising the, 
percentage from 92% to 48% because you, you can't really commission a pipeline if you haven't pressure tested it. Um, the contractors that were then on the ground, they were appointed on the basis of incomplete designs. And when they requested these designs, um, they were not ready, which added to obviously uh, some delays. But importantly, also the other end of the value chain, um, which is Mopani District Municipality, they were not properly onboarded uh, into the project so that the, the bulk work when it's completed results in people getting water um, in their yards or in their houses. As a result, there isn't any synchronization. There wasn't any synchronization between this and the reticulation. To, to make matters worse, um, the, the decisions that were needed to be done by Lipelle as an implementing agent, they were not done uh, in a timely manner especially uh, regarding dealing with service providers and contractors where there are disputes or where there were disputes in terms of how to proceed. Invariably, if you then have a lot of um, uncertainties, you are likely to encounter a lot of disputes and the implementing agent was supposed to be, um, have the capacity to be able to make those decisions to resolve those disputes. Um, the department, uh, to, to some extent, um, had been lacking also in making sure that proper oversight is given to Libelle because the bug stops with us. Um, in fact, uh, we should have ascertained that there is capacity, um, not only before implementing the project, but critically during implementation of this project, especially um, when the SIU investigations were happening and uh, there, there were all these irregularities which were uncovered and you had a lot of uh, high staff turnover um, with the implementing agent, the department should have at that stage at least assessed is there still capacity. So because of all these drawbacks, um, the contractors ultimately performed very poorly because it's supposed to be managed by the engineer and the implementing agent. And then it's a domino effect our own weaknesses in SCM as a department for our construction unit were not helpful either. Um, <clears throat> they were delaying the project. We do have some delays now, but we've put in measures to try and recover from those delays. And uh, generally, the, the, the PSP that we had hired or that Lebel had hired as an engineer performed very poorly um, and, and affected the lack of progress. So with all of these problems, we, we, we then um, got direction from Minister that we, we have to give confidence that all of these loose ends have to be tied in and then incorporated into the project outlook and, and the timelines and make sure that we don't have any more of these hiccups. So we then involved the, 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 the planning part to do an adaptive uh, planning study um, because it's, it, it's really planning with what you have on the ground. Um, and as a result of that, we've done some modifications in terms of the, the final uh, uh, technical solution. And at a high level, it means then that from Nandoni to Nsami, that pipeline will no longer be carrying clear and treated water, but it will carry raw water and it will join the existing canal system from middle Lidaba Dam um, into Nsamide. The advantage of this is that it then cuts 
the, the amount of time we need for the pipeline, as well as um, some of the costs, because we will now be discharging into an existing canal instead of going directly to Nsami uh, with um, clean water. There's also a considerable advantage in the long-term uh, sustainability of, of the cost of this uh, pipeline because it will be augmenting raw water when there's a need and you don't longer need to transport treated water even when you don't need it. Then it will also mean that the supply to Malamulele will be clean water treated at Nandoni Dam, but via an existing Mabambe um, pump station and reservoirs. It's just a matter of tying in there. This then uh, reduces the amount of time also that we need on that pipeline um, to go all the way to Malamalele. And then we'll use the existing Mabambe um, pipeline. And, and this is a result of really having to look um, from a planning perspective, um, functionality gaps and where there's opportunities. And this is one opportunity that we found. Then what we will do, we will still carry on with upgrading the treatment works at Nandoni Dam. It's that planning stage to serve the communities along the pipeline to Malamulele, but also other areas in Bembe in the long horizon, because that's essentially what Nandoni Dam um, was designed for. And the support to Mopani will only be when there is a need. Um, I'm going to touch uh, just maybe in the, in, the, in the second last point, why um, we're saying it's only going to be when it's needed. The, the reason for that is because the, the existing water treatment works at Nsami Dam. It's not operating at design capacity. It's doing 29 megalitres in terms of the, in, instead of 30, um, 38. And the plan is to, to, to repair it and refurbish so that it at least gives us that um, that it, I'm sorry, it's not 38, it's supposed to be 36. So it at least gives us that seven megaliters um, that we need. Then there was a treatment plant uh, which was built at um, uh, uh, in Guiani as well. It only worked for three months and then it, it stopped working because of some structural issues. Um, we made a determination that that plant can't be left like that. Um, it is money that was used um, to, to try and augment and get an additional seven megaliters. So we, we've advised that a new module will have to be rebuilt as part of um, remedying those defects. Then this will give us an additional seven megaliters um, as part of the mix for the 55 villages. We, we think that this will be fine for now. Uh, because in the not-so-far future, from a water resource perspective, we will be getting water from Mwamidwa Dam. When it comes online, it is linked to uh, Middle Lidaba and, and Nsami Dam. Uh, the designs on that dam are completed, and we're, we, we were, we're finalizing the funding for it. So what this essentially means is that... Um, from a long-term sustainability point of view, we will have enough water um, for Guiani. And when there are those debilitating droughts, uh, we'll have the, the, the capacity to tap in from Nandoni as well. So that's, that's a final technical solution from a water resources and planning perspective. Um, and, and we shouldn't have any more indecision as to what type of pump stations has to be built, what type of pipes. As, as would have arisen previously. 
then in order to make sure that this this water now finally gets to those villages we've spoken to um Mopani district municipality we do have a task team um they've appointed uh, some people also to make sure that the reticulation on their part um they access unspent uh, we seek money because in the in the in the actual plans uh, this reticulation was in the outer years of 2026 and 2027 uh, which would have been an indictment on government in general considering um the 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 spotlight of this project and that it won't be successful if if people don't really get water in in their yards so we've synchronized those two um and they 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 then in the process of preparing the business plan so that whenever there is unspent money we don't return it to treasury when there's people who still don't have water the designs um to that speak to this final technical solutions are being prepared and they should be done by the end of april um uh to to, to then effect um some of these construction activities um especially around the water treatment plants but the pipelines the work will still carry on so in terms of the schedule for the giani water services i did say that we are at an average of uh 58% uh, but there are some uh, pipelines which are quite advanced um at 69% and 65% and 62% the reason the average is so low is because if you don't do any planning we then get into a situation where we discover that there is a need somewhere um and we 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 then added the makosha pipeline but this is the uh, final scope of the project there's not going to be any more um additions or deviations after this um we we've also said that the completion date um it's still december 2022 because these are now um applications that we have to assess we we've hired 75 people uh, in the month of um february to try and regain some of this lost time um because we had challenges of procurement um and material shortages but we've now appointed a subcontractor to to assist the construction and the supply of material uh, of plant supply of material uh, and plant so we're confident that on on most of these we should be able to regain um those two months that we've lost um to to all of these delays and still finish by um december 2022 uh, but we will we will be giving a regular progress on that then on the uh line from nandoni to nsami itself the um it's it's approximately 3 to 4 months behind the current program and based on that time that we've lost it's also not december 2022 but the 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 challenges on this project um it was mainly due to access uh, because we we had some um disputes with uh siramova uh, around nandoni dam um in as far as the commitments of the department uh owing to the compensation of communities that were removed when nandoni dam was developed there were some payments issued um, as minister said uh, and it 
I'll ended up affecting this project because we, we didn't have access to that site. The contractor didn't have access to site. It's something that uh, because of its risk should have been quickly resolved. Um, and we, we did do that. But then uh, as a result of the, 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 the timer's decision-making that was absent, this, the, the, this project ended up getting stalled as well, even though there's a contractor on site. So um, we, we will be recovering work on this project um, has started as well. Then there's the issue of costs, um, which we also want to say that we finally um, uh, consolidated everything that in order to make um, this project fully functional, uh, we'll probably end up at 4.3 billion rands um, revised from the 4.1 billion rand that we thought when we were saying we need uh, 800 million. This is because there's around 19 villages which didn't have um, reservoirs. So all of the bike bulk pipelines would have terminated there. And it, it's one of the lessons, uh, Chairperson, that we, we've reflected on that you need to do a detailed uh, planning work before you send a contractor to site because such things uh, then happen and you have to vary the scope. So we've added those 19 reservoirs to um, the scope of works so that we were able to get water out there. Some of them were existing, but they were not nearly of the required capacity to be able to reticulate and handle that much volume of water coming in um, at a, a reasonable assurance of supply. Then the the, the minister really assisted us to, to unlock this challenge that we had in Vembe around Nandoni Dam, um, where a number of villages there still didn't have water. Um, we, we worked tirelessly with, with DM until, until December to make sure that um, we pay all of those people that were not paid um, as a result of being relocated in 2004. Uh, we've now paid 1,140 beneficiaries uh, out of 1,362. The others that we uh, are not included, it's, uh, it's issues of maybe uh, double payments uh, and people that um, we can no longer really find in the system. Um, but we, we, we now have a, a, a good working relationship with the traditional leadership there. Uh, in fact, we've also set money aside to make sure that even in, in Vembe, around Nandoni, uh, the reticulations that is at um, street connection, we then upgraded to, to make sure that um, we extend the reticulation to household um, connections. This will be done uh, with uh, some of the project money where we're plugging in the gap as Bembe at this stage, the overall progress of reticulation is 68% um, on, on the reticulation to street connection. Um, but the project does include elevated uh, tanks in each village and the overall progress there is 39%. But we're moving away completely from that and making sure that that, that gap, we fill it in by complementing uh, their work and, and, and getting reticulation up to 
um, household uh, connection instead of um, a community standpoint. And then lastly, we've also said that uh, we, we've identified that project management was um, an issue because of the contractual relationships that existed with Lepelle and the contractors. It, it was going to be far more time consuming and, 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 and costly to seed contracts to the department um, and try and get new contracts in place. Instead, we were providing strong project management support to Lebelle to strengthen its role as an implementing agent. We've assigned an experienced engineer who's a chief director to the project on a full-time basis. And essentially, this will assist the, 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 the executive management of Lebelle in decision-making on the project in a timeless manner and resolve some of the challenges because contractually uh, these issues still have to be resolved by Lepelle. So we've gotten we've gone in there and make sure that we complement that, that decision making capacity. Uh, we've also put in an escalation route if we are having deadlocks with the executive management um, for the director general of the department and the minister to intervene with the board. Um, if these decisions are not being made in the right time. Um, Chairperson, with, 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 with these interventions, um, we're confident that we've tied most of the loose ends um, on this project, which will allow us to focus fully on, on, on project implementation um, as we were not going to be having any of these challenges anymore. And, and really then... Uh, once we get the ball rolling fully, we want to look at the efficiencies that we can exploit and bring the completion date forward um, to see if we can finish uh, sooner than, than, than that December timeline. Um, uh, if you, 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 you can appreciate, we've also said on the various pipelines, they're not all um, waiting for the last pipeline to be completed. As they become complete, water will be made available. Um, through those reservoirs. This is just a summary then um, of what, 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 what we are doing. The, the designs are going to be finalized uh, based on the, the, the revised concept from the planning perspective. Um, and this should be ready uh, in a short while because it's not significant changes. Then the current shortfall on funding to complete, as I've said, all of the underperforming indirect allocations, um, we, we will assign money to this so that we don't return money when there's still um, such projects and, and, and people without water. We've already formed a team with um, Mopani District Municipality to make sure that they also follow through on the water treatment works and the reticulation network, as well as reconstructing the new wastewater treatment plant. Uh, when we met with them two weeks ago, they had already appointed um, uh, capacity in the form service providers to, to deal specifically with this. Um, and we will provide feedback in the next reporting uh, to that effect as well. And then the, we'll proceed with the upgrade of Nandoni Water Treatment Works as well in parallel uh, to this Guiani Water Project to, to cover the other, the other areas in Vembe. Um, as and when the, the, the need arises in the future. Um, thank you very much, Chairperson.
Minister? Is there any additional things you want to say, Minister or the Deputy Minister? On my side, uh, uh, I'm fully covered. Thank you, Chair. No, I, I think the uh, minister covered us well and shortly uh, on this particular issue, Chair. I think uh, with your permission, we can give the other presentation. Um, we have not decided on the process and procedure, colleagues. Do we take all, all, the, the second presentation or want to engage this one first? If I can just hear you saying. Hey. Yes. Can we take another presentation so that uh, we engage on all when we arrived at engagement time? Okay. Do I take it that that is consensus? Yes, Chair, we are fine. We are comfortable. Okay. Yes, uh, Chair, we are fine with that. Uh, that will proceed right away to the Val project. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to fall on your heels and learn Shivenda um, <laughs> as, as soon as possible. But I need an incentive. I need an incentive. <laughs> no, um, uh, as said before, uh, uh, Chairperson, Honorable Chairperson and members, we uh, landed into uh, the VAL project problem and uh, we had lengthy and various uh, discussions, uh, basically culminating in us first going there, uh, all of us uh, in the department, meeting all stakeholders, agreeing that Indeed, we need to go back to the basics and uh, tackle whatever problem of whatever proportion has been experienced and is being experienced uh, in the Val by communities, by local municipalities, by Gauteng municipality, by the district there. We're all in one in those sectors uh, that um, uh, we need to go to the basic, back, back to the basics, uh, remove sewer from residential areas uh, uh, as quickly as possible because it's unacceptable uh, in the first place that such something like that was allowed to happen. And then the length of time that has been spent uh, uh, with people living in such conditions. Uh, and then um, uh, we, we, we inspected uh, the, uh, the uh, infrastructure there the pumps, the, the water treatment plants. Indeed, they needed a drastic intervention uh, and uh, the local municipality and the district were not in a position uh, to do that. Section 63 was already there and 139. So we all agreed that it's uh, uh, water and sanitation is to, needed to intervene. And then we appointed uh, in July, August last year, um, 
uh, rainwater. We had sessions with them, uh, the technical issues of transferring this and that uh, to them as a, as, a, as a project implementer at the stage. We have had uh, some meetings with them uh, on a regular basis. Uh, uh, Deputy Minister Mashobo and uh, uh, MSC Maile have been appointed to, to lead uh, the um, uh, uh, project at the political level, making sure that everything is done to clear the environment from community to local municipalities and councillors up to the district and province, that they are uh, uh, pointed people uh, or point people uh, on the ground uh, and have to be there as frequently as possible, making sure that they anticipate problems uh, while they are still far, tackle them, prevent them, when they're okay, uh, they need to resolve them on the spot, uh, but allow the, the uh, uh, um, red water to uh, just focus on dealing with the problem more than dealing with the issues of environment. Uh, and I think um, uh, at that level, they've done um, well uh, with hitches here and there, but uh, by and large, uh, there's progress. And in terms of uh, the uh, the uh, core business of what uh, rainwater uh, needs to do, they are going to report on that. But we are, um, I wouldn't say happy, uh, because uh, we, are, we have a deficit anyway. Uh, uh, it's something that should have been done a longest time ago. Uh, we're only doing it now. So as we make progress, we have lim- limited limited uh, happiness that at least in terms of what we are doing now, we are satisfied that uh, we're making progress. But at the same time, we can't avoid looking at the deficit that has been caused and the harm that has been caused and the embarrassment uh, to government. However, we have to deal with the work uh, in front of us, which is now happening. So uh, I would request that uh, if Mashobo wants to um, make additional comments, he can do so, and then uh, uh, and then allow the implementing agent, Randwater, uh, to do so, or he can come at a later stage. I don't know what you would prefer, Mashobo. I can just come in now quickly, Mashobo, and then people will come after me. Thank you. No, thank you very much, uh, Minister. Your Excellency Chair and members and the leadership of the administration in the department, CEO and COO Randwater. Chairperson, just to indicate that after Minister assigned us and the Premier assigned the, the MSC, there is a governance structure. The governance structure that the Minister and the Premier set up is all inclusive. It has 46 organizations. 46 organization, it includes government, both national, provincial, and local, but it also includes the community organizations, NGOs, including NGOs that are, um, are dealing with issues of environment. And that committee is chaired by the two political uh, principals, and we've been having a lot of these uh, engagement. I, I thought we should be able just to note for you that there's that structural arrangement. Secondly, uh, the minister directed us 
to deal with the issues of uh, the new administration in councils. The councillors of Mfuleni and the mayor of the district, they've been fully been briefed on this project. We're the meeting, and I want to put it on record to convey our sincere gratitude and thanks to the Popolo Committee, especially the chairperson of the Popolo Committee, Comrade Mashiko. He was part of this meeting where councillors of Mfuleni, they came in and they won for the district. They were fully briefed over the last uh, three, three weeks ago, and they are very familiar with the project. We did this exercise because the minister wanted these uh, leaders to be fully involved and to be fully briefed. But also at the very same time, there was an emergency of a new tendency where councillors, they had an interest what's happening in their wards, and they were starting to disrupt the project and have stoppages. That actually resulted in rainwater pulling out of sight. Minister has indicated that we have a deficit. There is time that has been lost on the basis of stoppages. Initially, the stoppages were led by communities. Communities in the main, they were of the view that they needed work and also other people, they needed their own local companies to to actually benefit. But in the biggest meeting of the structure that is co-chaired by Mail and myself, were to make the community to make a choice, whether should the government continue to spend money and ban the money on the basis that people want jobs or on the basis that people want to have their own friends and companies getting jobs. But at the end of the day, on the guidance of the minister, we all agreed that the first task was to remove the sewer in people's homes. People were living in inhumane conditions and they've been subjected for more than nearly 20 years on those particular conditions, less than 20 years. And that was an agreement. And we said nobody, including any organization, will stand on the way of removing sewer from the, from the homes, the streets, and until into our own roof. Therefore, last year we lost most of the time dealing with community unrest or stoppages until Minister helped us to establish that one coordinating forum so that the implementing agent will not be wasting time and be disrupted in doing the work. Uh, but when the new councillors came in, some of them, they behave in an irresponsible way despite that the mayors had already been briefed where they were stopping projects, including the workers of that municipality called uh, uh, Mfulin, and where workers of rainwater were threatened, ultimately they went out of sight. Therefore, this meeting with councillors was able to ensure that rainwater was able to go back to site because there were a number of days that we lost that SIPO will speak to on the basis of the behavior of the municipality at this time. But we need also to indicate that a full briefing has also been done to all the municipalities of the valley. That briefing was led by His Excellency, the Premier Makura, for two weeks ago, wherein Deputy Minister Marshall and Deputy Minister Majola, on the economic recovery, we looked at Section 139 and Section 1391B of that intervention by the Provincial Executive Council and the 1663 
of the Water Services Act intervention by Minister Mtun, where they were fully briefed. And everybody, I must be able to indicate uh, a leadership that they have agreed to support the intervention. We have also agreed that technical committees will brief the political leadership all the time and will communicate with the communities. There were delays in the project when rainwater started because of certain issues. But after the minister and the DG intervened, additional capacity was brought in, especially around the question of the unblocking of the systems. But at the very same time, rainwater has been working very hard, but in a professional way, in ensuring that one, the entire network is actually revamped so that it can be functional. The ways water treatment works, because there are a number of them that were not functioning, they are being brought into functionality, including the most important component, the pump stations and others. That capacity that was brought in early this year after the intervention by DG and minister, significant progress has been made. And even last week, I had an opportunity to go on site with the leadership of Mfuleni and Sedibank. We are happy to report that we are starting to achieve the objective minister gave us. In a number of households, the sewer has been completely been removed in people's homes. And people in their own ways, they are very, very, very grateful to Minister Mkun and President Ramaphosa that at this time, government uh, that has been seen as unreliable is starting to be very reliable. And uh, we went as an example to six, to zone 10 of Sibuking around railway, not even a single area there where the houses were immense uh, and are flooded by the sewer. The sewer is totally gone. It had a very devastating impact on the condition of houses but it also had people having a, a health problems. A number of young people, they were born up, they, they grew up, they were born there. They never knew anything other than the sewer and were very pleased that the smell is not them. But minister's instructions were very clear, is that this sewer, even if it's removed from the streets and homes, that sewer can continue to pollute the river, which is a precious resource Minister says it's a blessing to the people of Kauteng to have the value there. We then notice that now the plant that has been increased, remember the original plant there had 100 megaliters capacity. Module six was done. It added an additional capacity of 50 megaliters to 150. At the time I visited there and the records in the plant for the first time, the plant is receiving on average more than 135 megaliters of sewer. And that sewer is being treated properly. And there is a, a telemetry where the youngsters that have been uh, trained by rainwater, working for Mezi Aliko, they are able to do an assessment. They pick up uh, samples. They go to rainwater laboratory. But more importantly, those young people are highly qualified in the water space, and they are also able to use that telemetry. And the water quality samples of the water that is being treated is starting to be on the right standard. But the biggest work of the river, the of the integrated Var River system, 
from Pumalanga to the Northern Cape is one assignment that the minister is looking at, supported by us as deputy ministers, because as part of the work the DP was doing, we should clean up the integrated Val River system. We are very pleased to report on that, uh, Your Excellencies. One matter that we are still struggling with, that we still want to bring to your attention, is matters of security. The security issues and vandalism continues to be the biggest issue. There is incidents where the people who are working there, they are being attacked. The infrastructure is vandalized and there's a cable theft. And those entities are highly armed, but we are working with law enforcement agencies, but also the implementing agent, the rainwater, is actually looking at uh, uh, beefing up the security capacity. But as part of our security plan, we have said that communities are the best defense mechanism. They too, they will have to play their part. But this is a project minister is doing because around all the formerly mining towns, there is this issues of the highest levels of vandalism, of theft, that is impacting on water resources in terms of uh, the pumping, but also in our own sewer plants. That's the summary that each person without at a local level should be able to report. But we must thank the portfolio committee have been on the ground. The chairperson has also represented you when the other portfolio committee on environmental issues, um, uh, they were on the ground, where, of which we need to align our work with the other sectors that have uh, an interest in that particular space. But progress is being made. Minister is correct, we are not happy with the progress. The DG, uh, after engaging with the minister yesterday, has committed that more and the team they will further increase the capacity because we don't want any time lost in terms of the intervention there. And the budget is still available as the ministers managed to mobilize the funds. We still have an additional about 400 million that we have to expand at this particular point. That money might not be adequate because the overall re, uh, uh, revamping and rehabilitation of the entire infrastructure there, stopping the sewer from the roads, the houses, and also increasing the capacity by rainwater, get M Fuleni to be functional again, will be costing us more than 7 billion rands. But the Office of the Minister and the Minister of Finance will handle those issues. But at this point, we can't say money is a problem. We just have to do the implementation. I will ask for the, chair, the CEO to make the presentation of the report. It's a long report, but it's going to give you an abridged version. But that report, because it also has the scope, it has the game chart, which is the work breakdown schedule of our work. It will be a very important document to you as members of the portfolio committee to use that document as your base document, one for oversight, but also to be able to hold us accountable as the ministry on the performance of uh, cleaning up of the val and ensuring those communities they live in human uh, uh, conditions. CEO and the team, they are here. Uh, Comrade Sipo, you can make your presentation. Thank you, Chair.
Yeah. Um, and I, I, I believe that uh, you are not staying comrade because you think this is your, your meeting of politics. This is, this is a parliament meeting. Comrade means a friend, a leadership. Thanks, uh, comrade chair. Okay. If, if we all understand it that way. I have had people fighting when you call them comrades. I'm not your comrade. I'm a, I'm a member of what, 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 you see? But it's fine. It's fine. See you. Um, thank you, Chair. Good morning to you, members of the committee, ministers, and deputy minister, and colleagues that are here. Um, the, I'm not going to talk long around the background, as this has been touched on by the DM and some of the uh, issues on the ground, um, and um, and this you know slide really summarizes um, what we're dealing with here, um, an issue of infrastructure, if you like, neglect of number of years, um, the whole system has completely collapsed, and these are the the, the impacts of um, that collapse, and and this picture really um, is worth a thousand words. So the issue is where do we start? Um, it has been indicated that through Section 63 of the Water Services Act, um, the minister intervened. And the first thing that uh, the minister wanted us to do, as it has been repeated already, is to remove sewer from the residential uh, properties. Um, some of the sewer, as a result of the collapsed infrastructure, was starting to come out of people's properties. And, and of course, it doesn't end there. Um, for us to completely eliminate pollution in the vulnerable system and restore uh, the sustainability of water services in that area, you also have to repair sewer mains, uh, pump stations, um, go inside wastewater treatment works and you know repair from mechanical, electrical and, and, um, and, and, and civil point of view. Uh, but most importantly, you have to upgrade the the entire infrastructure. Um, so if you do all these things together, which is what we're doing in the form of streams, in tandem, you are able to, to eliminate pollution um, in total. But really for us, the starting point was to remove sewer. And you see the focus of, the, of our intervention was really get towards the issues of O&M and that stream that focuses um, from the beginning on at the onset to remove sewer from people's properties. I'm not going to talk about this one. Um, this is the issues of Section 63 and then the appointment uh, for rainwater to come in and assist and add and augment the interventions that have been made by the department in the area together with Section 139 by the province. Um, this slide is actually very important um, in, in the sense that it sort of paints a picture of how complex um, this system is that we're dealing with um, and um, the extent to which it has collapsed and, and therefore the intervention in the period of time that you will require, it also including in the, the, the costs associated to uh, turn around uh, this dire situation. What you see in the blue there um, is the Val River system with the secondary rivers or tributaries that are feeding into the Val River system. You see right across all these uh, water bodies, there are wastewater treatment works, Sabuke, Ritzpray, Leo K, Mayaten. 
fitting into those is um, you've got quite a number, close to 40 plus uh, pump stations that really collect sewer from the households and pump it um, through the wastewater treatment works. Um, the sewer, as you flush, does not necessarily gravitate all the way to wastewater treatment works where it's treated, uh, goes to pump stations where it's collected and mass and pumped into um, or all the way into the wastewater treatment works. So what we are inheriting here, it's um, a system that has collapsed from the moment you flush. Um, because that network has collapsed, the water now does not move or gravitate to the uh, pump stations. So that has to be fixed. The pump stations for the sewer that gets into the pump stations, in many instances, are not functioning. They are not operated. They have to be operated. Then, therefore, you can talk maintenance, uh, refurbish, uh, refurbishment, upgrade. So the work also entails, you know, doing something about the pump stations. But most importantly, um, when the sewer gets there, unfortunately, the current situation was that the sewer was not even getting into the wastewater treatment. When it does, you need to have an upgraded um, wastewater treatment works that is able to deal with that wastewater that comes into there. So the complexities that we're talking about here, it's exactly ensuring that the entire system is operated, maintained, upgraded, and refurbished continuously so that it's able to ensure that um, we don't have uh, collapse of the pipe networks and um, there's no pollution into the water bodies as a result of non-functioning pump stations or purely operated wastewater treatment works. So the scope of the work really to ensure that this is resolved in total will entail attending to all these pump stations and wastewater treatment works and network of pipes that fit into these pump stations. So what we have done is to take this big element and dissected it into bite-sized chunks um, that we call streams. And there's a stream, therefore, that is dealing with the refurbishment repairs and the upgrades. We then said there needs to be a stream that deals with operations and maintenance. And of course, beyond the interventions, we need to ensure sustainability, which is a stream on its own. This includes, among the other, the reduction of non-revenue water or water losses. But one of the most important streams, although not technical, is around uh, advocacy, stakeholder and, and, and communications um, and management, um, education programs, and making sure that this is not our scheme or our project, but it's a community scheme, they buy into it, they support it. And as the DM indicates, they also take responsibility in terms of safeguarding the infrastructure that we are going to be building as we're going forward. But lastly, what is important is as soon as we leave, you need to do proper monitoring and evaluation so that you are able to refurbish, repair, upgrade, and operate your system. So by the time that we leave, we would have put in, in place a monitoring and evaluation program to ensure that the labs are working, to ensure that we have a proper water quality, wastewater monitoring systems to pick up some of the challenges. So these dreams will run in parallel. Um, at this point in time, we are focusing on operations and maintenance. The department is doing upgrades um, and they are running with the, the contractors that um, are dealing with some of the issues of refurbishment, repairs, and upgrade. But as a rainwater, our starting point really was to capacitate Metsialikwa. Metsialikwa is a division of 
influence local municipality that is responsible for operations and maintenance of the system. Ours is an intervention. When we live over a period of time, we need to have a proper running division of uh, the municipality that is able to operate and maintain its own system. And indeed, one of the biggest challenges that you have or had is that once you start running out of the people's homes, because you don't have a functioning um, water and sanitation department, it's not attended to. You can call all you want. If you call, you go through. There are no vehicles. There's no tools. There are no uh, artisans on place, um, and so on and so forth. So for us, uh, when the directive was get sewer out of the people's house, was to say, what is the problem we have with that? And the problem was to was uh, with regards to OM. So the subsequent slides really focus on our intervention in that regard. Um, but the scheme in, in its total, um, for us to intervene, not thanks to all the issues that I'm mentioning, um, we're estimating it to be approximately over 7 billion. Um, for the management, operations, and maintenance, approximately 600. Refurbishment, 2.2. And the upgrade of the wastewater treatment works and related network infrastructure to meet the future demands will be about approximately 4.8. And then, and of course, we understand that budget is limited everywhere you go. Um, what we are doing, therefore, we're engaging other stakeholders to come on board to really partner with us to source the current funds. But you can't start with 7.6, you've um, got to start somewhere. The department has made a budget allocation in the next couple of years of about 400 million. Um, so what we have done, we've taken this budget and dissected it. In terms of the streams and, and areas of intervention, you will see the biggest chunk goes into the refurbishment and repair of potable water. One of the biggest challenges that we have in there is that water is running everywhere. This water ends up in, if you like, um, in, um, in water treatment work, wastewater treatment works. You don't want to do that. You want sewer to go to wastewater treatment, clean drinking water to go in there. So over and above intervening from wastewater, we're spending money or making allocation of the budget to deal with the issues of potable water. But then you'll see the second biggest cost goes into repairs. Uh, followed by O&M, and, and, and as I indicate, you've got to have vehicles, you have to have equipment, you've got to have plants, you've got to have tools to operate and maintain a system like this. And then we are assisting, as you see in the pictures, later on in the presentation, we are assisting them with the tools and, and ensuring that um, they have the necessary equipment to attend to these issues. So if you like the streams um, differently, um, the will ensure from our side compliant effluent. Um, as the DM indicates, that uh, has been on site already, has seen that the influent is improving, that goes to the plant. It means our intervention is certainly assisting in that regard. In this slide, we just provide a high level summary of progress report. The details are in the subsequent presentation. At your leisure, members, you can go through those, but you'll see. Um, if we, if we look at the stream that we're talking about now, uh, we now have plumbers and artisans employed from the area to, to partner our colleagues in Mitsia Lekwa to assist them to attend to, to the issues of um, operations and maintenance uh, in that regard, including water conservation and demand management. We now have tools, we have vehicles, we are attending to leaks and we are replacing cables because if we don't have cables, will not be able to attend to this. But from the refurbishment point of view, 
we've already attended collapsed uh, mains, um, and the engineers are also doing a perfect assessment for us so far as where the upgrade must go. Um, Dear Mashaba talks about booking wastewater treatment works, module six that we as Renault have completed um, over the number of years. We are already talking the design of the upgrade for the additional module in that space and other interventions um, in the other parts of the scheme insofar as wastewater treatment works are concerned. I'm happy to report DM that uh, um, from security point of view around issues of sustainability, we have secured um, um, the an additional security um, in the area to augment what we have now, um, because we're dealing with the a different type of criminality in that space. Um, so as at this week, um, we have augmented our security presence on the ground to deal with the issues that we're dealing with. Advocacy is a continuous issue. Um, as it is, we have people outside engaging the stakeholders that um, the DM has, in, has highlighted um, to ensure that um, the, the communities are on board um, and they take ownership and, and safeguard the infrastructure when about that. And then we've already started with the monitoring of the ongoing infrastructure. I'm happy to report that at least now the municipalities are plumbing, plumbing tools and spare. There's no point pulling municipal officials to attend to a blockage when they don't have tools. Um, they are able to, to do so because now they have tools. Um, you can see here, we have, um, we don't have the before uh, slides, but by and large here, we now have a well organized on the right there, um, spares and, um, the, and tools in place to attend um, to the blockages and, and the leakages. We have in NS also started with repairing leaks. This is one of the examples that we have in there. There's no point talking sewer when you are wasting water that is running everywhere and getting into sewer drains and you know uh, creating a lot more problems than we have. So we are attending and have attended and continue to attend water leaks in the area. Yeah, in this slide, we're just also saying. Um, we, we have found that in the municipality, a very small water treatment plant in Valuver. Um, in here, we have come in and capacitated our colleagues here to be able to operate and, uh, and maintain this plant. As you can see in this slide, we have taken learners from the area. We put them on a, through our learnership program. We are now working on certifying them and making them process controllers with NQF left for accredited. So you cannot just wake up and run uh, water treatment plants. You have to have operators that are well-trained and, and able to run these plants. I'm happy to report that beyond rainwater, these three learners will be able to run this plant um, on their own. Of course, we pray long and hard that they will get support from the municipalities to ensure that they have chemicals and, 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 and are taken over for, by the municipality to be able to run these plants. So ours is to capacitate and get out of the system and leave the municipality with the necessary capacity to run the projects on their own. As I indicate, you can't run a water and sanitation department without vehicles. Uh, we have secured 16 of them. They have been delivered. Um, they are on site, and we are able to attend to wastewater uh, challenges and water challenges on site. 
the responsibility of our municipality beyond this is to make sure that these are maintained and replaced the budgeted for going forward. Um, the, we have assisted them to, to schedules, to manage their fleet, and, um, and and have them manuals on site to be able to, to attend this. So all, uh, if like the motor vehicles that are needed for them to attend to this have now been delivered. So we're making progress in that regard. Jim, what you have seen um, in Sabukeng, where now the sewer is no longer running in people's homes, it is a result of this intervention where we have completed the collapsed pipeline in Sabukeng zone 10. So we can pick that box that um, at least in this area, we were able to deal with um, the sewer that um, was coming out of people's houses. We ensure as we do so, that there is local beneficiation. And as you see, those houses that we mentioned there, we have fixed the collapsed line, we have cleared the site, um, just to make it look aesthetic. Uh, and, and we have completed this, and also appointed and worked with local SMEs as we address some of these challenges on site. What we have also found on site is that there's just no cables. Um, if you don't have cables, there's no power in the plants and you can't run the power. You can't run your wastewater banks rather. So we have replaced and will continue to replace some of the cables. And of course, guard and secure these cables, the electrical cables, so that the plants are able to, to, to operate. What is the progress that we have seen with these interventions? Are they yielding something? In this slide, yes, they, are, they do. We can see those lines are wastewater treatment works. Before the interventions, if you look at those horizontal lines, before the interventions, um, May, June, um, for Subukim wastewater treatment works, we had a situation where waste was not even getting to wastewater treatment works. It was running in the streets, it was ending overflowing waste um, pump stations and with the contractors that have been on site to deal with the issues that I've articulated. We can see Subukim wastewater treatment works is starting to get sewer. Um, sewer has to go to wastewater treatment for it to be treated. So when we came in, the sewer that was flowing into the Subukim, it was just over 40 megaliters um, of water a day. Now we have sewer going into Sabukeng wastewater treatment with the module that we have built, uh, state-of-the-art module, 130 megaliters of water a day. So we can treat the wastewater. And then you can start talking about discharging a compliant wastewater treatment works. Our intervention also in respirate has worked. You'll see that almost um, um, nothing went into respirate. Um, at around July 2021, with our intervention, sewer is getting there. So the focus now will then gradually move towards uh, wastewater treatment works, upgrade them, refurbish them, so that they discharge compliant um, wastewater treatment works. So the, the interventions, if you look at the inflows into our wastewater treatment works, are starting to bear fruit. In town as well, we had collapsed sewer lines. This is in Union Street, right in the middle of town. We are present in there, it's about 30% complete this project. Um, the, the, we, are, we are attending to it. I think it will take us a lot more than four months because of what we found on site. Um, the, the, the situation was a lot more than what we anticipate we will we'll deal with. But at least this intervention is ensuring that the sewer is not flowing 
into, into the spirit. DM was very happy with the mayor and um, the executive mayors um, in the area when they visited Sibukin Zone 10. We can see with the houses in the background. This is a well-established area. Um, the to have sewer coming out of these homes was just completely unfortunate. Uh, on the day of the visit there, we're seeing DM and, and the other leadership. And thanks to the steering committee for their intervention. Critically, we are able to get our work done. We are able to focus on doing what we know best, um, operating, maintaining, refurbishing our system. So we are making progress and we're starting to see sewer coming, stopping to come out of the house. The work is not completed yet. Um, it will take a bit of time to completely address the problem, but we're starting to start, we're starting, we started somewhere and we are gaining people, people are gaining confidence in the work that you do because they're seeing progress. This is just an example of some of the challenges that we, we were experiencing. These are not just people coming in and, you know, um, grabbing, if you like, Bunya, we're just grabbing some of the cables. We, we, this is a well-orchestrated system of uh, criminals um, that fire at us on site uh, come and grab this, to steal these cables. So as I indicated, we have built up security. We are well armed now. We've increased the patrolling and all the plants are now going to be attended um, fully. In this slide, I don't intend to go into it in detail. We report uh, these details at our steering committee where we indicate exactly where is the money coming. The budget that we have for this financial year is 100 million um, in Renault's account. Um, we provide a rundown on a continuous basis as exactly where we're spending the money. Um, so this slide is to give you a taste or indication of where the funds are currently going and how much have we spent today, which is just under the 8 million of the 100 million that we have. Um, what we then do, we also break down these interventions in terms of the rents and cents over a period of time so that we have an understanding of what is going to happen in each month. And we are being monitored and evaluated around the progress. Um, so you will see all these interventions, provide cash flows of the project estimates as a result of this intervention in this area. So this includes, as I indicated, security, uh, supply and delivery of cables, um, the pumps, the generators, the actual chemicals, you need chlorine, um, inside and um, sort of you um, actually disinfect some of the wastewater. Um, I'll stop in this slide. Um, there are challenges um, and, and the DM has indicated and articulated these challenges. Um, we are dealing with them as and when we go. Issues of vandalism and theft, stoppages and um, initially when we've gone inside there was just um, no clear indication around the responsibility between ourselves and the municipality. The municipality thought we're going to be doing everything and they're not going to be doing anything themselves. But I think with the interventions and the many meetings that we've been having in the steering committee, um, we've been able to, to deal with this issue. The DM also talked about the conflict of interest. So this is the progress that um, uh, Chair just wanted to stop here that we have made um, on site think um, this light at the end of this tunnel. Uh, we're in it for the long haul. We are only dealing with the O&M now. And, um, and indeed, over a period of time, we're going to be dealing with big ticket items, including the upgrade of wastewater treatment works, refurbishment of pump stations, 
but I think we're starting to see positive progress in the right direction. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you very much. Um, DM, our minister, if there are things you want to say before we engage. On my side, I'm covered, uh, Your Excellency, Comrade Chair. I am covered. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Can I see input by show of hands by members? Um, I see the hand of uh, Honorable Basson. Uh, we start by by the Guiani one. Oh, yes, let's start at the Guiani by Guiani one. Yeah, I don't have a question on Guiani, so I'll stand off for now. Okay. Honorable um, Seke. Chair, thanks very much um, uh, for your time. And uh, let me also appreciate the um, work that is done by the department. Um, um, as much as we, we, there's a lot of noise, Chair. Yeah, as much as we, we are not happy too in terms of the slow progress in Guiani, Chair, but we are comfortable that, that there is work done. And also, uh, I also want to appreciate that the department now has assigned a chief director who is also an engineer to oversee the, the project itself. Because you remember that previously there was a lack of monitoring uh, from the side of DWS. But now I think we are comfortable. As much as I'm not quite sure about the role that is played by the province, by the, the, the provincial head and the team, what is their role in terms of uh, overseeing the entire project? And then secondly, the, when Mo was presenting, he made mention of the, the completion date of uh, December in other uh, projects, the pipelines ones, uh, the Guiana and the Nandoni, and the March 2023. But I'm also trying to check whether um, those deadlines or those completion date, um, will, then, will they cover the reticulation in all the villages, um, the 55 villages around Kiani, or is it only the completion date for the, for the pipelines only? And I think those are my two questions for Kiani. Thanks, Chair, and comments for Kiani. Thanks. Thank you, thank you, Chairperson. I think it's important to appreciate uh, this turnaround strategy and uh, sort of a recovery plan on the lost ground that is done by Ujaduma uh, Tengwan and the DM. It's a very, very frustrating uh, uh, report. I think when he went to that project, he could not believe his ears. 
and worse when he sees the people of that area suffering. Just one question, uh, which could be a comment, more especially to the minister and the DM. Is the minister now uh, comfortable that the turnaround strategy that the department is doing will be implemented well, will be monitored well? I, ra- I raised the question because the department has been there, which is a paramount authority to oversee projects and contractors. Is, is, has there been an assessment on the departmental strengths on monitoring service providers? Because the issue here is, the minister put it very well, that the conceptual design of project was wanting, was highly challenged. Now, the department was there. It was there. That design was assessed by the department, regardless of it was done by whoever, an engineer. And the scope of the project with project management principles are best known by the department. Are we comfortable? Have we made a clear analysis of the department's strengths and weaknesses in this particular program? I still have an imagination of the people of Guyane. Very sad people. Abokoko driving water from wheelbarrows and their houses are in a Tata's image, full of tanks, full of many other issues for them to grasp water whenever it comes. That was a very bad image. So I just want to ask from the department if the minister is comfortable that this turnaround will be well monitored, overseen by the department. Because contractors are contractors. They are not there for, for you. They are there for their profit. The department must be able to protect our people well. I just wanted to raise that issue, that question, Chair, uh, to the minister, the deputy minister. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank, thank you very much. On my side, um, um, uh, um, let me just mention in the portfolio committee that um, we, I did receive quite a lot of complaints from people of Nandoni. Um, they wrote me letters, they invited me, I met with them somewhere in Limpompo, um, and um, I have been communicating with them, so of late, I have, that I have then committed to go meet them. Um, and we will be going there uh, as, as a portfolio committee. I, I'm still trying to, trying to find out of the proper delegation, but I'm going, uh, Toman is going to go with me. I might want to take one or two other comrades of the, I mean, colleagues of the portfolio, depending on whether the chair of chairs will allow more. 
the things that they have raised, the minister and the deputy minister, some of them, in, you are already addressing them in your report, in your report work. The, the issue is that it, it is whether, um, because I have, I have realized there is, for instance, if you, if you go to the Valois and you've got 46 stakeholders, in, um, in, in Limpompo, as per the report of those big comrades, of those colleagues there, there were also quite a lot of stakeholders that were there. There are those that are happy, there are those that are not happy. Um, we are, so I'm not sure as to whether we are answering the call, but looking at the report, we seem to be, for instance, the issue of the payment of um, the relocations, the pay, the loss of the milli, the millifields, um, 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 even the, uh, the affection of the the pipeline that goes through the yards and so forth and so on. What is it that we are we are we are, we are paying them? Uh, and they, they were they were raising those issues. But listen to the report. I think you are answering some some of those. Now the point that the two questions I want to raise, uh, uh, Minister and and Mashlo. And I, I want to share the sentiment of Mamne and Sukuti as a as a committee or as we must be worried. And I think we said in the previous meeting, the previous meeting, and, and what, what uh, Mamskrai is raising, she raised a supposed to be, a supposed to be that it, it, isn't it not, isn't it not supposed to that all plans being done there, the department will have gone through it and they know of what is going to happen to a level where, of where we are. But if you have listened to the input by the minister, he did say that they are they are small in reporting to us because indeed he is taking already a flap that uh, the department was not necessarily equal to the task. There was a lot of uh, um, things that the department was supposed to do that they did not do. It brought about even this discomfort of the communities and the kings and chiefs there. So he has already agreed of the mistakes or the wrongs that the department has done in the, in, 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 even prior ask, asking the questions. But we must raise our concerns. Um, as we have said in the previous day, that the minister, the deputy minister, the DG and the deputy deputy general, in, the, in those ensuing years and work, surely should be held accountable. And I want to repeat that statement because it, it, when, when I said it, I, I, there was a hullabaloo that um, I am targeting people. I know I'm not targeting people. The portfolio committee was not targeting people. We were saying, if, if, we, if, if we call the minister, Minister Mkunu, come and account. And he she accounts and he points the direction of the DG we will then go to the DG. If you go to point to another the minister was there before. So it, we, we, it's not, we are not targeting any individual. The point we're making is that somebody must account for things that happened under his or her watch and say, I did not see it because of... If it, if it is proven, it is proven. But clearly, even in the report now, somebody dropped the ball somewhere. That somebody must account. Fair and square, they, they must account. Um, and, and, and I think we shouldn't be apologetic about that. Now, it, what I'm asking, Minister, 
I know, for instance, uh, all of us, we know, Giani, Limpompo, Eastern Cape, um, Pumalanga, we are, we are in rural areas. Uh, the, the reticulation of standpipes is very expensive because a house, one house with the other, it's about 20, 30 meters, 50 meters away from one another. It is it, now the water in between the 30, 40 meters, I mean meters, not kilometers, meters between the two houses, there's a, there's a, there's a place where the, the pipe is just moving from one point to the other. It, it serves no purpose. Are we not envisaging the, the old communal tap system as compared to house-to-house -house, uh, tap system? And if we do want to do house-to-house, -house, how, how, how effective and how sustainable shall that be? where your houses are far away from each other and you have got quite a lot of lost water that you will incur in between the spaces of, of um, where there is no house because houses by their own design as a rural uh, area as it might be, they are not close to each other like your, your, your urban or semi-urban areas where the houses are close to each other. What is, what is your take on, on, on that particular point? And I, I must appreciate that... Um, in terms of progress, report, uh, Minister, um, there, 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 there seems to be light at the end of the tunnel, and we must appreciate that particular point. I haven't seen another hand. Uh, I will then, that there's no other hand. I will then allow the department to answer. Thanks. Well, thanks, Chair. Maybe um, I, I, I can start just to, to say, Minister was correct to say we are embarrassed uh, as a state. <clears throat> and um, we assume uh, assets and liabilities when we get into these offices and we take full accountability. We have disappointed the people of Mbombo in the main Guiani. And um, that's why His Excellency Minister was very clear that um, in taking responsibility, including your call of accountability, that's why the state had to bring in law enforcement agencies to get into the bottom of this thing. Because if you look at the presentation that Mo has done, and um, and uh, I must confirm this presentation is not Mamstroy, <coughs> a presentation by National. Uh, it's a presentation worked by both Mo and the provincial head, Lucy Kobe. They've been working together then. That's why you could see when we brought our own experts on the ground, there was a discovery that uh, there's been an overstating of the achievements especially the progress that has been made. And when Mo and the team of Luz and others, they brought the team with the bell, they discovered that some of the work is actually supposed to be 50% below what people have claimed. And that's why the SIU, the Hawks and everybody are dealing with those issues, including our own internal disciplinary issues. But as the team is coming to you, your excellencies, is to address the fundamental issue that has been happening. 
where certain people who are professionals and are registered with professional bodies, they are not doing what they are supposed to do. For an example, you cannot start as a contractor to do the implementation and construction without, firstly, the three documents that are required. There is a document called Record of Decisions that will deal with issues of the EIAs, your licensing, the permits, the servitudes. There is a ready-to-implement document and the others where the designs are there. And it's one of those funny things, Chair, that we must admit that uh, I never understand even myself. How do you actually go on the ground without the proper plans, including the breakdown schedule? You go in there, you don't know how much is it going to take, how is the terrain in terms of the geotechnical assessment, there are no proper design, you design as you go along, very unacceptable and unprofessional. And I fully agree that um, accountability should be the norm. But these people of Limpombo and people of Guiani, whether from Bembe to Mopani, they are human too. Our constitution instructs us to that the right to enjoy access to water, which is equivalent to the right to life must be a right that is unfettered. It must not be interfered with. Therefore, the presentation by both the minister and our team is a demonstration of our commitment to actually do redress and correct these things that has happened. Now, in our, in our, in, in your, at, at your disposal as our leaders and public representatives, for the first time, you can see the clear plan a plan that guarantees us where water will come from, because the source is very important. But we're also demonstrating in the plan the issues of associated infrastructure. More is fully demonstrated that in certain instances, there was not even a plan for certain villages to have a, a secondary infrastructure like your reservoirs. In the plan, it is included now, Your Excellencies. But equally, we're also saying that the work that is being done uh, by Vembe is not adequate to bring water to an RTP standard into a communal, communal tap. That's why the department is actually breaking new ground, actually pushing the line to say, we we'll want to use the mechanism within the law and the finances we have. As per the instruction of the minister, every household must have a tap not in the street, but in the household. That's why the team could demonstrate that this is the progress municipality is putting and what are we doing. But equally, Chair, for the first time, there are clear timelines that we are giving to yourselves now, so that you as our leaders and public representatives, you will be able to go on the ground and just know that whether these uh, lines that are spoken about where they are, what is the progress, but you can also be able to hold us accountable. The last point that this presentation is seeking to do is a demonstration how much money will it take to complete the Kiani project. The Nandonin Zami to Kiani and all Madame Lel and all those communities. The timelines are clear now, Chair, when these communities can start receiving what? Because where a particular point of the infrastructure network is, is concluded, water must start to flow. But then there's an issue of budget.
South Africans are having a, a dim view about us. If we had spent more than three comma something billion rands, they are asking how many billions are you still going to spend to complete the project? Mo and the team of Luz and other engineers, they are saying to us, um, another money to be spent, in addition that has already been spent, will not exceed 4,3 something billion rands. That's the figure that uh, we are looking at, apart from issues of escalations and so forth. But we have said to them, let them put their head on the block that this thing is going to be finished with this budget because we don't want to be in the middle of nowhere in a sea. And then we are being told to put another billion, we are going to put another billion. That will not be acceptable under the leadership of Minister Mtuno, Demarcus and myself and the teaching. That, that's what we could be able to do uh, leadership. The issues of capacity maintenance are very clear. There have been issues. The implementing agent, not only this one, a number of our implementing agents, we have learned our lesson that we must do capacity assessment of implementing agent, but also internally in the department, we must stay closer to the implementing agents because some of these implementing agents, they've performed very poorly or, or they've failed and they've actually put the department into disrepute, but more worse than everything, Chair, they've ensured that citizens, they don't enjoy the right to have access to what, which is a constitutional right. That's why in this case, the provincial office, the construction unit led by Mo, and the provincial head, now behind this Lipel uh, and Northern Waters, our implementing agent, we are putting someone at a level that is senior enough as a chief director. But we are not only putting a chief director, your excellencies, we are putting a professional engineer. Because this work is technical, Mamstroy. We are correctly that our MNE will be one of those particular issues. And we have decided that all these major projects, whether in, in Limpompo, Pumalanga, KZN, Eastern Cape, everywhere, we are receiving monthly reports from the director general so that we can intervene on time. The issues around the visit of um, uh, those communities in Kiani, Nandoni, and so forth, uh, we have cleared these issues like minister assignment to work with those uh, constituencies around them. Mama Kazi was assigned to work in Mopani and will be supporting the, uh, the members of the Popolo Committee, especially the chairperson. When you go that other side, we'll give you the five. But we have one of the things that we want to say, we are very grateful to the stakeholders, especially the traditional leaders, that they were very understanding despite our missteps. They allowed us access to their communities and that land which is owned by them. And we've been able to pay all those people that are supposed to be paid. The people we can't pay, Chem, one are some of the people who have just came in and say they have a claim. We are in a process working with traditional leaders and municipalities to make a determination whether the claim is legitimate or not. But at the very same time, other matters around payment of land, it has been done by Mo and Lucy. The issues around the reticulation of those villages, you could see, we don't want pipelines going through from Nandoli through Vembe until Mopani and Kiani and Malamled and the people around them, but they don't have access to what. That's why you could see there is that integrated planning from all of us. 
but we'll be very pleased, Chair, to continue to work with the portfolio committee, including that Mo and Lucy. They must be able to share with you where these projects are happening in terms of GPS location. So that when you go around, you can be able to see whether those pipelines are happening or not. I will stop there, Chairperson, unless uh, Lucy and Mo wants to add something. Lucy, is there something you want to add? Lucy. Thank you, DM, and good day, members and minister. I think you have said a mouthful. We, we will support the, the visit and we will prepare some briefing notes for the chairperson when they come down, if they can share with us the schedule. The team in the province is mobilized and ready to welcome the visit by the chairperson of the portfolio committee. In terms of the presentation, I think my boss Mo has covered what we have captured and everything. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Silus. Mo, do you have anything from your side that you think we have left out, what the members have asked? Uh, thanks, DM. Um, I think from me, it, it's just to answer um, uh, Honorable Member Zeke about the role of the provincial head. Uh, because we're talking about the chief director and so on. I think we, we, we must just clarify that um, a, a significant portion of this work um, would not be possible without um, the provincial head. The provincial head is a direct extension of, of, of us at head office in the province of Limpopo with a team. Um, and they've put in a, a brilliant effort to making sure that we, we are where we are as one team as well. I just wanted to, to put that on the record. No, thank you, Chairperson. I think we've dealt with the issues raised by the three honorable members. Um, I hope we've covered what we were looking for. Um, I see the end of Honorable Basson. Is that for the next next step presentation, Honorable Basson, or for now? The next one, thank you, Chair. Okay. Um, I hope that um, um, uh, Lucy and Mo, please uh, communicate with Tomani, who's who's going to be a part of uh, of the visit, uh, for an exchange documentation of what we are that which we are going to do. Tomani, please be available, uh, and let us be ready. Uh, share the program and, and so forth and so on with both uh, Lucy and Mo. Um, the now we are now on the on the second presentation. We are now on the second presentation. Can the I go ahead? There was um, the end. Uh, thank you, uh, Chair. Let me just check. Yeah, it is still only you alone. Okay, thank you, Chairperson. Yeah. Chairperson, um, I'm just raising a concern on the Section 63 intervention on the VAL. Uh, Chairperson, in the past, um, we saw what happened after the intervention. We spend a lot of money, and we see we talk about 7 billion plus 
that could be spent on this project. Uh, my worry is chairperson, and I want to find out whether we'll get any guarantees from the department that when this intervention has uh, been finalized and, and, and if we then hand that back to the municipality, that we won't see six months down the line that this intervention has failed once again. Um, we cannot spend 7 billion rand handed back to a municipality that don't have the capability, financial capability uh, and technical skills to run this. I understand uh, in, in this that um, <coughs> Randwater is training people. That's one thing, chairperson, training people. The, the next thing is how do you maintain, do maintenance if there's no money? I want us to make 100% sure that if, and I'm saying I'm uh, using if, if we hand this back, that we can guarantee that that will happen. Otherwise, chairperson, this should stay with Randwater. We should get an agreement that the infrastructure be handed over to them or to any other body that could run and maintain this on a constant basis to make sure we don't waste another $7 billion on this project. Thank you, Chairperson. Yeah. Um, I haven't had that, if I may just also put one, one or two things. Minister, the, the, um, the day that we were in, 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 uh, in the meeting with the people of VAO, we also agreed, uh, committed that there shall be a, 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 a one-day report back session of progress made every week. How, 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 how far are we with that? Is it happening? Is it effective? Is it giving us progress? Um, um, and, and, and the appreciation I'm making also on the, on the VAL issue is exactly this point that the Honorable Basson is raising. We, we populist, populist, popular views must not win the day, even if it is wrong. We, you have, you have already bought 12 cars for uh, Mfulin. Um, and when you know that uh, you, you give them a, a car, people come and repossess the car because Mfulin is in debt. You give them a car, so it's come and take it because they believe it is their job that they must do. Uh -uh. What is it that we are safeguarding that, that we can do that will, will, will stop that from happening? For instance, uh, the, 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 the incapacity of the personnel, senior personnel of that area because, because of its, its, its level of, um, of the municipality. There's the skill that you need of a chief director. The, the, the salary equal to that is too high for them to can pay. Simon. Now, are we not going to lose these valuable assets you're giving to them on the basis of one, incapacity, two, of organized crime that is taking place? Because people that are simply vandalizing in, in Val. It's not necessarily small people, the big people with guns and everything else who demand that it is only them and them alone who must be given business in that area. If you don't, then there is war. Now, after, after you have, in December, when you are, you are finished and you are gone, 
given the history of that area, how sure are we that we are not going to go back to square one? Now, not that the project will have failed, the project will have succeeded, but it will, it will, it will have gone back by thugs and thuggery organized in that area. Uh, uh, if if, if um, rainwater is going to pull out, are we, foresee, are we not foreseeing that? If we do, what is the plan? Let me see if there's another hand that I haven't seen. No, there is none. There is none, Minister. We can answer. No, no thank you very much, Your Excellency. Chair. Raise your hand. Raise your hand in the podcast. In the, in the I did, Chair, before you spoke. No, there is no hand even here. I'm, I'm looking. There is no hand. Raise I your hand. Nice to see you. Thank you very much, Chairperson. <clears throat> you see, Chair, the, the presentations that are made by the department to the minister and the DM are giving us high hopes. I don't want to lie. They're giving us high hopes in terms of how do we uh, 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 create a mechanism that's going to give dignity to our people. Was well, that all achievement that we want? Nothing else. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Minister and the DM, for such a presentation and a well-thought you have managed to dig out where are the problems. In that appreciation, Chair, the, there are huge amounts of money. Even in 2019, when we were we visited Val, that are coming from national, from province, from local government, because all those spheres of government, they budget for this project. It was presented to us. They budget for this project. Now the project is not achieving its objectives. Could be that uh, the scope was distorted. Could there be the scope was distorted and also the terms of reference were not clear uh, to the implementers of, of, of the project. And therefore, the consequence management, Honorable Minister, is important because that's a budget for the people, not for us as a portfolio committee, not for the department. Consequence management on the misused funds, a huge financial loss, which did not have value for money. We have now to budget again. What does that mean? What does that mean? and you did not achieve the objectives from what you, you, you wanted. It's important that at another time, Honorable Minister, we get consequences on how this project has been handled. The second issue, Chairperson, uh, is the issue of the, the rainwater. I, I listened when uh, the presentation was made I maybe I've, I've missed that. There are terms of reference 
and the timelines because giving a scope of a project to Nancy without having your own as the owner of the project close out timelines. You find that many projects are prolonged. Contractors come and present, you know, we can finish it again, give us six months, give us seven, seven months. And that six months and seven months has got budget attached to it. So do we have that plan as a department? We monitor that and we close out the project. The last one, Chair, I hear that there's a structure that is established with communities, with whoever, which I, I like because uh, this project has got huge controversies. It, it gives transparency to the communities of that particular area. Now, I just want to give a warning to the department. Please, the department should not be replaced by that structure. The department should not be scared to address issues because of that structure. Should not replace your governing power as a, as, as a department. I'm raising this from experience of such structures when they are established. The last one, the anarchist approach of councillors. In 2019, that issue was raised to us in the big doi doi, which was instigated by councillors in the same project. Cannot be acceptable. There's a disciplinary code in the piece of legislation about councillors. It's important that we go there. It cannot be the governors that distort service delivery and ensure that people are not getting what they qualify to get, improving the conditions of the people. I am proposing, it's been 2019, this is 2022, that we get the piece of legislation that deals with the disciplinary code of councillors in distorting service delivery. It's my proposal, Chair, thank you very much. Yeah, you, 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 you can't propose something that is law. It, it, that law must, must be revoked. You are simply saying, let's revoke that law. Because that law says that uh, a, a counselor who, who, who behaves in a certain manner shall, fo shall meet the following discipline. So as and I'm sure in the in the in the engagement of the councillors by the department they, that they have that in mind. It might be that they don't want to be punitive in the in the in the approach if they if they take that uh, posture of uh, being being constructive in, in in dealing with the issue, but bearing in mind that in the absence of progress, punitive measures shall take place. It, it is allowed, it, and, and, and I'm sure that's what you're saying, but uh, in the absence of any other recourse, the latter shall take the, 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 the leadership role of being punitive in what you do. Minister, we, we are in your hands now. I, I, I haven't seen any other hand. No, no thank you, Chair. We, we, we always come in here not only to account, but we also, uh, as a department, we live empowered because uh, of your own individual and collective experiences <coughs> that, you, that you raise with us. 
Maybe I, I can just uh, say, Mom Nancy, we, we do take your guidance um, um, around some of these issues, um, uh, especially the issues of uh, of governance structures. Our attitude is guided by what His Excellency President Ramaphosa said. The president said, all the work we do, we must form social compact. No one must be left behind. His Excellency Minister Mkun, on all this intervention is doing, looking at the magnitude, he has always uh, uh, insisted that uh, we do a two-tier level of governance structures and um, these two tier level governance structures, you would always have a political water committee dealing with these uh, issues, but also a technical committee that includes all the role players, including business, traditional leaders, and so forth. We are doing one with the Prim of KZN led by the minister around Nkomazi, who are doing the ones that we are doing currently in all other provinces. Mam Nancy, I must agree, uh, to bring the biggest um, uh, organization under one roof, especially being chaired by me and MC Maile, is not an easy thing. The interests are very big, they are very, di- they are very divergent, and uh, some of these people uh, were to agree with them that uh, what is our main objective? Our main primary objective is to ensure that the people of Mfulin, they are living under the condition that the constitution promised, that they will live in an environment that is not harmful. The issues of environmental degradation and the pollution of our rivers is what binds us. That's why we agreed with them that uh, we'll do whatever it takes first to remove the sewer from homes, in the streets, and in our precious resource, which is the river system. There is that particular agreement. But I must be able to confess that from time to time, certain members are out of that main grouping. They have a tendency one to fight for issues like uh, getting who must be employed. Who must be employed and others, you might find that they are having certain people, a list of people that they want to be employed in their hands. And there's an argument that um, employment must be transparent. People must be appointed by communities themselves. You know, communities, they are much better placed because they know which is the most vulnerable family. They can appoint. But rather than if we, those of us in leadership, will want to do things in a particular way, will cause problems. Then there's a second issue, which is the issue of local content to promote local economic development. You'll find that a number of other organizations on, on individuals or leaders, they also have some companies in their own pockets. They want to get to their work. We agreed that there's a process that rainwater is following. They once discussed with you the other day here, rainwater process. But when it comes to employment, we're very clear how should we handle these things. We then said, if there are those that will be delinquent, if I may use that word, uh, 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 Honorable Mamuskwai, 
We have the capacity as leaders to go straight to the communities, ourselves. The communities, they will have to make a choice, honorable members. Do they want to live in an environment that is harmful, sewer in their own homes, where their homes, the value of their homes gets to be diminished, their children and family members are exposed to health risks and hazards? That's the choice communities they make. We understand our communities and our people where we come from. They will choose life. Life will be that the environment must be free of sewer in their homes. They will choose that they must be life. The river must be used for socioeconomic rights. That's what we will do. We also took a decision. That's why, Honorable Mashifa, we must thank him on your behalf. He also assisted us to address the councillors himself. Is a public representative. He was also a public representative at a local level. We're saying to councillors that had done a misstep and behave in a particular way on the basis of job security, but also on the basis of the lack of information, that there will never be any lack of information. That's why Rainwater is reporting all the time. We never only put Rainwater. Our department is also monitoring the work of rainwater, supporting the municipalities there. We have Ms. Glamini that has been assigned to work with them. She reports to the minister every week, but at the very same time, we also get our own independent report from him. She's not just only a person that is deployed there, but we are very pleased that she's a woman that has a qualification as a professional engineer. Therefore, the issues of starting to take care of the seriousness of our work to send the right people that are fit for purpose is what we do. We have also said that the issues of councillors with conflict of interest, the speakers were there, mayors were there when we met with the premier. They will be brought to book those that um, are actually not behaving correctly, but will also up our ability to do the communication. When it comes to the issues of planning, there are issues of planning that never happen properly around the intervention in the valley. I must admit. But after some time, this matter around pro proper planning and proper scoping has been addressed. One of the things that we are very pleased as a department, we have been implementing agent called Rainwater. Rainwater is an international recognized water utility in the world and is one of the best in the continent. It has 100, more than 100 years of experience. Rainwater has a credibility, honorable members, but rainwater has the capacity. And when you look at the scoping and the plan that they've given, it's technically sound and starting to yield the results other than the money that we burned before at Mfulin. But at the very same time, members, you could see when Sipo was presenting as a CEO, there is a work breakdown schedule. The other time we shared the presentation with you, and the presentation you have yourselves, it has a gun chart. It tells you in each area of work what will be done, by when, by whom, and the timelines, but we do agree that time was lost at a particular point. Honorable Pasoni, thanks for that guidance. 
I do agree with you. We must always ask ourselves difficult questions about the sustainability of our interventions. One of the things, honorable members, we must know, the authority for water and sanitation in the country lies with national government, the ultimate authority. But at the very same time in the system of governance, other spheres, they have their role to play. There are these instances, honorable members, when some of these organizations or departments or other spheres are unable to discharge their responsibility as required by the constitution and other laws. They are resisting honorable chair interventions. They are resisting. And as a department, we are working on regulation on how to intervene because it, these people, they always refuse. Some of them, they are refusing on subjective basis because they are worried who's going to get the tender. They will have no ability to do the tenders and others. While at the same time, they are forgetting that South Africans must have access to water and decent sanitation. We'll look at the matter that we have said, Honorable Pasoni, that when there is transition, it must be transition that has a risk matrix so that we don't actually have that particular money being dumped on the ground. The very same example you saw in Guiani, the water treatment plant that was only functioning for less than four months in that particular area in Mopani, yourselves were there. And the way we are guiding us, uh, Honorable Person, we will also even look at how much money we have invested there, whether the kind of the quantum of money investment and the kind of the asset value. Maybe those asset value must remain the property of national government so that we don't have problems because rainwater is part of the new vision of reconfiguration of the water boards. The minister is on record. All water boards with their capacity and their resources, they are going to be placed at the disposal of municipalities. I know that currently in our intervention, we're training them, we're assisting them around O&M, putting all uh, standard operating procedures, issues of revenue management, issues of debt management and others. But you might put those things, Honorable Pasoni, but they can still relapse and, and actually collapse. Therefore, I agree with you. We'll go back to the drawing board. The more we do this Section 63 interventions, we'll be able to know what we need to tighten so that we don't go back to Mfuleni after spending so much money in that particular area. And um, uh, Honorable Mashiko, those other issues have said, these are the systems that are on the ground. We're looking at them and we are working on the capacity. The weekly experience, as I promised to be ongoing, doing some surprise visits or inspections. I was so pleased, Mashiko, for the first time, I saw those two young women. They are actually proper scientists, Mashiko, properly trained, and rainwater has been supporting them. They are also belong to the Mezi Aliqua, which is that particular entity. That issues of skills transfer, building the capacity, is going very well, but it does not totally remove those risk uh, leadership, as we have said. We will look at it, but from time to time, we'll come back, report to yourselves, so that this responsibility around to get him fully in, to get Giani and elsewhere to work is not a responsibility of government alone. 
is your responsibility too, and the people of Gauteng and in the valley in particular. Uh, I'll stop there, Comrade Chair, with your permission in responding to those issues. Unless CEO Sipo, there's a point or two that I might have missed out. Thank you. Let's hear that, Sipo. I'm covered. I'm covered, Chair. Thank you. Okay. Nothing from the COO. No, we we we, we covered us there, DM. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Chairperson, we're done with our responses, but also the points of guidance we got from yourselves. Okay. Um I what I do want to request, though, um, from the department and even in, our, in my office of the chair, we should be in a position to give a status quo report in a, in, a, in, a, in a small document form, something like your legacy report. Um, um, uh, um, uh, um, Sherin, Tomani, and the staff, in, in, with, with, with the help from the Department, we should have a a, a a rapport of what is it that we found, where are we, in, in that, in the absence of me and you talking to, to people, people can get hold of this progress report, and we we we, think, we can even want to distribute it to 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 the members of parliament because. The rest, the, the, the rest of the matter is that we are now starting to do work that is moving forward. But this thing is very introvertly known by ourselves. Even m- members of parliament does not know where we are. We, re- we rarely talk about it. We, re- we, re- we rarely uh, write about it. It is known to us and it is only us that knows. But nobody else does. So I really do want to ask that um, our technocrats should create a, a, a status quo report where we were in 2019 and where we are in 2022, especially in the, what, what we are planning to do till December in a chronology order, and we, we can distribute it to stakeholders for them to know. We, we agree, Chair. We will work with your offices and researchers. It, it, on our side, the Chair, we do have more for Mkuleni, and we also have Ms. Lamine Leander. She's available. Let your team interact with them. But the CEO of Rainwater has assigned the COO. Let them work on it. One of the things that we will insist on our projects going forward, even reporting to you, is to give the geographical uh, uh, locations using the GPS, even yourselves as members uh, of parliament and the, and the people's representatives. You must be able, wherever you drive, and have a portal. The DG, on the instruction of the minister, is trying to actually get a matrix where all these projects will be available, progress report, but also their geographical location, so that even if you drive around the country, you can be able to do your own observation. Because it's going to be very important that we push delivery from all other sides so that we don't leave any South African behind. And we don't come and lie to each other here when we meet and say progress is being made. But we speak about things that we have seen. Thank you, Chair.
Ja, ähm. Was ist das? Verbessern. Was ist das nächste Item? It is closing remarks by you, Chapisen. Oh. Um, I know that we are all going for recess uh, in the recess week and that we are asked to do poor, uh, I mean constituency work. We are asked to do that and I think let's use that constituency working to give report to our communities about the work we are doing. If you look at Minister Mkunu and Deputy Minister Mashobo, 80% of cries by communities in South Africa today is around water. Um, in different forms. When we were in Eastern Cape, there is a bridge we have seen called Chebe Chebe. Chebe Chebe is name, What is that, the, the name of that business name? Chebe Chebe? Chebe in Alfredo. Yes. People are crossing the bridge with something that is like your... Uh, they cross the river with... I mean, a dead person with a coffin from one, from one side of the river to the other side of the river is crossing that particular bridge, something that is moving forward and, and backward. I know it might be the Department of Roads or whatever, but it, it is crossing over our water system, the river. We really do need, and people raise it as if water is not doing anything. That's why the rapport I want us to report to write about of the good we are doing. But I can bet you in South Africa today, the most needy people. Yesterday, you, you will have seen uh, there is a group of uh, Inyanda, Mabumkunu, Inyanda, what uh, uh, environmental, what, 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 who showed us. And we need to speak truth to this reality that I grew up in, in an area called Zanthan, Bushback Ridge. We used to drink water. Uh, and even wash in the same river with cows and everything else. In 19, I, 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 I am about to be 70, but uh, we, have, we have been drinking with, with, with cows since my birth. But today it is made as if it is the ANC government who does not want to deal with those issues. It's as if you promise today, there was ever no time. When we used to do washing on the upstream and drink water on the downstream, it does not start today, it has been there. The fact that we are trying to change that, 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 that status quo, the success of our work is our worst enemy. Therefore, we need to communicate that which we are doing to tilt the balance between that practice and what we want to do tomorrow. But in the absence of us talk, not doing and talking to communities, 
we will be seen as if we are failing when we are succeeding. With that in mind, the we have come to the end of the meeting. The meeting stand adjourned. Thank you, very, thank you very much. Long live the chess you in Cape Town. Thank you, Mr. Recording stopped. Thank you, members. Thank you, dear. Thanks, Minister. Thank Thanks, you, Minister. Thanks, Red Thank you, Minister. Good Okay. Okay. Aye, 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 aye.